And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. You know, I don't know how to start this video. There's no exciting introduction. There's no anything. I'm Jake Noaker, and this is Best Bets for UFC Vegas 69. Aaron Blanchfield versus Jessica Andrade. Why is there no exciting intro? Because this card pretty much is garbage. And that's okay. I'm excited for fights any weekend, anytime they happen. But, you know, making making a betting breakdown is more fun for some cards than others. And this one, on the bottom end of that uh, excitement scale. So before we get to this riveting card, let's talk real quick about last week, UFC 284. That was an exciting card. Very exciting card. Islam Makachev beat Alexander Volkanovsky to uh, retain the lightweight belt. Volkanovsky still... Number one pound for pound. And then uh, Josh Emmett fell to Yair Rodriguez. Knockout TKO. Yair Rodriguez versus Volkanovski seemingly for the unification featherweight strap. Thoughts on the card? Great card. Up and down. My bets did pretty well. Uh, Blake Builder, cash it. Alonzo Manyfield should have cashed it, but the, the, the absolute worst fight IQ I've ever seen. My wife's right next to me. Morgan, how bad? Was I screaming on the couch during that fight? It was loud. It was loud, she said. If you didn't hear that, it was loud. It was nonsense. And we should have cashed, but we didn't cash. So cash builder, then the parlay, Jack Della Madalena, and Islam Makashev. Come on, baby. Cash it. I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of jazz, a lot of controversy on the timeline. People saying Volkanovsky should have won. People saying Islam took an IV. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. Good fight. Volk fought his ass off, all heart, nothing but respect for either gentleman, to be honest. But no, Islam won the fight. I scored a 3-2. Thought it was pretty clear. I, I, don't, I don't know. The Aussie judges, if they don't have it for their own guy, you shouldn't have it for their own guy, okay? I mean, they're some of the most judged, biased uh, judges in the world. But Volk, he'll come back. Maybe we'll get the rematch someday, and uh, at the least he'll be able to beat up Yair Rodriguez, and that'll be fun to watch, so... I don't know. Now we get to talk about this card. And it's really just not something I'm looking forward to doing. Before we get to that, was that Team Tyano tonight on the shirt? See that? Eddie Torres' gym, Cage Fury fighter. Awesome guy. Great gym. Uh, Pat Sabatini sat down and did an interview with him. That will be dropping this week. That'll be 300,000 times more exciting than this video. So stay tuned for that. Also, you might have heard Deanna Bellet, uh, Bellet, Deanna Bennett. Philly girl, she's not really a Philly girl, but now she's a Philly girl. Now she trains at Philly. She's going to get a chance to go up against Liz Carmuch again, number two, at Bellator 294 in Hawaii. That's for the strap. I think Deanna Bennett's going to bring a championship back to Philly because, oh, yeah, that was the other thing last weekend. The Eagles lost the Super Bowl, and that's all I will say about that. So UFC Vegas 69. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five bets, all singles. Honestly, I don't know. I'm just going to go through this nonsense. I don't know if you guys have been watching Sadiq Yusuf's breakdowns of his bets. He does this hilarious up and down breakdown of each uh, each fight on the card every week. Absolutely hilarious. He does it in like the most sarcastic but serious stern voice. And if you don't know the guy, you might not know he's kidding. It's just comedy gold. So check him out. Anyways, we're going to do one of those because that's really what this card is. First bet. William Knight. 
William Knight, minus 120 going up against uh, Marchin Prakniao, plus 100. We're going to go with the underdog, Prakniao. Why, you ask? William Knight, I fade that boy every time he fights. Two-fight losing streak. He's 5'10". That's very small for heavyweight and light heavyweight. He is always just like comedically smaller than his opponents, height-wise at least. He's built like a freaking fridge, but a very short, stout mini fridge. <laughs> so I, th- I think Prak, I don't even have my notes. My Prakniel notes say, eh, with a question mark. Like, he's a plus 100 under target. He's, what he's going to look like. It's going to be a close fight. It's going to be a sloppy fight. And I think Prakniel edges out a ridiculously boring, close, sloppy decision. So cash that underdog bet. Prakniel plus 100. Please don't put any serious money on these on these fights this week. Let's just have fun and laugh, regardless of the outcome. Because our next fight, ooh, ooh, serious one here. Lena Landsberg, plus 360 underdog against Myra Bueno Silva, minus 500 favorite. That's all I got to say. If if Myra Bueno Silva is a minus 500 favorite, I don't care if she is fighting a twig. And I'm not talking about a skinny fighter. I'm saying I don't care if she is fighting a literal inanimate twig that is sitting on the ground you bet the underdog so we're going with lena landsberg plus 360 why why jake what skills what i don't we're simply doing it because myra bueno silva has no business ever being a minus 500 favorite that's that's the only reason i'm putting money on lena landsberg moving on aj fletcher versus tembo garimbo i don't he's like a fan favorite and i just butchered his name i i'm a casual for this card i don't know what to say sorry folks but we're going with him. We're going with Garimbo. Yeah, underdog. I didn't write his odds down. Fletcher's a uh, minus 275. So that means Garimbo is probably in the uh, plus 300 range. But let's 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 double check. Plus 210. That's what I meant to say. Plus 200 range. So we're going to go with uh, Garimbo plus 210 over AJ Fletcher, who's sitting at a minus 275. I actually have some notes for this one. This is a fight I actually feel kind of confident in the underdog. AJ Fletcher, 0-2 in the UFC. Everyone, you know, he gets the hype because he trains with Dustin Poirier. He had a great contender series appearance, right? But, I mean, he's a little T-Rex. He has the shortest arms, the shortest reach out of any welterweight. And you see that in his fights. He's not very active. Fight IQ, very questionable. And and the short arms doesn't really do him a lot of justice because we see that chin get tested and, and kind of getting like that D, low C grade. We've seen him knock, dropped, and hurt when he probably shouldn't have been. Tembo, on the other hand, from what I've seen of this guy, not much. Very dangerous striking. Very exciting striking. Distance control kind of reminds me of like a, a more active Charles Johnson, a bigger, more active Charles Johnson. I might be saying that because of recency bias because we've seen Charles Johnson so much recently, but he has that like long distance control, precise style that's fun to watch. And I think against somebody with uh, as much trouble as they have keeping that chin safe and tucked, behind the short little stubby arms. Possible for a minus 275 favorite to be exposed here. Also, Temba's not coming from like, this is UFC debut on short notice. Um, it's not like he's coming from a rinky-dink promotion. You know, he fought for Fury. He fought for UAE. Top competition. This guy's no joke. The line's way too wide. If this was like a minus 200, plus 150, might not even look at it. But just seeing AJ Fletcher is almost a three to one favorite over anyone in the UFC right now. 
kind of the same thing as my theme of the night. You know, we're just going with dogs that are going to expose some horrible line making by Vegas because I don't think Vegas knows anything about this card. So we're going to go with Greenbow over Fletcher. And that's like my first pick of the night where I'm like, okay, I feel like I actually did some uh, some research there. Got some notes there. So moving on. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. And every I before the research, I, like I said, I'm a casual for this card. But before the research was, I've never heard of this guy. Hussein Ashbakabov. That's what we're going to go with, okay? Hussein Ashbakabov. That sounds nice. Doesn't matter. He's from Russia. That's why I'm going to pick him going over Jamal Emmers. Jamal Emmers plus 130. above minus 160. Any Russian, any grappling boy who we've seen finish people at the rate Ashkababov does. <laughs> I don't know his name. Any anyone we've seen do that coming out of Russia as a, as a, anything under a minus two to one favorite. I you, you got to take him. Jamal Emmers. We've seen him struggle in uh, grappling before, especially recently. Recently against speaking of Pat Sabatini. I think the Russian just just wins a decision. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say here. What do you, what What do we say here? I don't know. Same thing I said last week. I guess. Uh, stop. Stopped out in the Dagestan's minus one sixty favorite. Riveting. Anyways, main event. It was so much fun getting here. Um, Aaron Blanchfield plus one fifteen. Jessica Andraz minus one forty. Short notice. Andraz took this on uh, what like a week and a half, a week and a day, something like that. That's why she's such a small favorite. Jessica Andrade should be like a minus 300 favorite here. She should be a minus 500 favorite over almost any fighter in the sport, except for maybe Rose and Whaley. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield. I'm, I'm very high on Aaron Blanchfield. New Jersey girl close to me. Seen a lot of her regional scene. A lot of her in the UFC. You know, I was there when she beat up Molly McCann and her own home crowd booed her. Boo you, New Jersey. Horrible state. Disgusting. Um I, I just don't see how Blanchfield wins this. We saw Blanchfield kind of struggle on the feet against Meatball Molly. What do you think it's going to look like against Andrade? Blanchfield's like, you know, bread and butter is her grappling, her jiu-jitsu, her wrestling. It's amazing. It's great. But it's just Andrade. And she's a minus 140 favorite. You know, she just fought like... Andrade is like a minus 200 favorite over... Much better, much more proven competition than Aaron Blanchfield. I'm in no way fading Aaron Blanchfield here. Really like Aaron Blanchfield. If Aaron's gonna win the fight, it's gonna be by a uh, a grapple fest, maybe submitting her. That's where we've seen Andraz struggle before. If we have seen Andraz struggle before, a loss doesn't mean they struggle because MMA anybody can lose anytime, anyhow. Um, but boy, oh boy, minus 140, Jessica Andraz. I- I'm tempted to just say ignore everything I said in this entire video and just put like five units down on a drive minus 140 call tonight you know call tonight because otherwise you're betting on marcin Procneo because he's bigger than william knight you're betting on lena landsberg because her opponent myra bueno silva is a minus 500 underdog you're betting on temba garimbo because his opponent has short arms and you're betting on this russian guy whose name i don't even know because he's russian and because i don't know his name It could be one of those nights, or you could say no. Ignore that, Jake. You're uh, you're being goofy. You've had a long day at work. You came home and 
and you're making this silly review and we're not going to listen. We're not going to listen, but we will tail you on Andrage. You know what I would say to that? That sounds like a good idea to me. Everybody, enjoy this card. Uh, I know I will, 100%. And, uh, you know, beforehand, tune in to Tapped Out, BetQL Network, Odyssey Sports, Brennan Tobin, Sean Levine, break down this card, break down USC Vegas 70, also riveting. And then they actually break down UFC 285, which is like the next event that I just need to happen because I'm so sick of this Apex nonsense. Anyways, have a good night, children. I will see you all on the flip side. Let's win some money. Somehow, some way, even with this card.